The title of my message today is, Adam, where are you? Adam, where are you? When God created Adam and Eve, he kept them in the Garden of Eden. God made every tree pleasant to the sight and good to eat. There were two, two other trees in the Garden of Eden, the tree of life and the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. God commanded them specifically, as we read in the book of Genesis chapter 2, not to eat the tree of knowledge of good and evil. And he said that the day that you eat, you shall surely die. Let's see what's going on in the Garden of Eden from Genesis chapter 3, a couple of scriptures there. Let's turn to Genesis chapter 3, verses 1 to 13. I would like to read for you. Now the serpent was more cunning than any beast of the field which the Lord God had made. And he said to the woman, Has God indeed said, You shall not eat of every tree of the garden? And the woman said to the serpent, We may eat the fruit of the trees of the garden, but of the fruit of the tree which is in the midst of the garden, God has said, You shall not eat it, nor shall you touch it, lest you die. Then the serpent said to the woman, You will not surely die, for God knows that in the day you eat of it, your eyes will be opened, and you will be like God, knowing good and evil. So when the woman saw that the tree was good for food, that it was pleasant to the eyes, and a tree desirable to make one wise, she took of its fruit and ate. She also gave to her husband with her, and he ate. Then the eyes of both of them were opened, and they knew that they were naked, and they sew fig leaves together and made themselves coverings. Verse 8, And they heard the sound of the Lord God walking in the garden in the cool of the day, and Adam and his wife hid themselves from the presence of the Lord God among the trees of the garden. Then the Lord God called to Adam and said to him, Where are you? So he said, I heard your voice in the, in the garden, and I was afraid because I was naked, and I hid myself. And he said, Who told you that you were naked? Have you eaten from the tree of which I commanded you that you should not eat? Then the man said, The woman who you gave to be with me, she gave me of the tree, and I ate. And the Lord God said to the woman, What is this you have done? The woman said, The serpent deceived me, and I ate. So as the scripture says, the Lord God came to the Garden of Eden in the cool of the day. They heard the sound of God walking in the Garden of Eden, and the scripture says they hid themselves from the presence of God among the trees of the garden. Now the voice of the Lord came towards Adam. Adam, where are you? It was a voice of grace. It was a voice of compassion. It was a voice of love. When John the Apostle later writes in, the, in his gospel, he says in John chapter 3, verses 16 and 17. John chapter 3, verses 16 and 17. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. For God did not send his son 
into the world to condemn the world, but that he, but that the world through him might be saved. It was the same tone that God spoke in the Garden of Eden. Love, compassion, mercy and grace. What was man's reaction on the day when Adam just listened to the voice of God and as he was hiding, what was his reaction? Adam's reaction to God when he sinned is the same reaction of man today. When God originally placed them in the Garden of Eden, they were in communion with their creator. Moment they disobeyed God, they lost the fellowship that they had with God. Moment someone is in not fellowship with God, the desire or the tendency, tendency is to hide from God. You know, several thousands, thousands of years have passed by since the time of creation. Still these same words echo in our hearts today. God calling us and asking us, where are you? Where are you? Let's take a moment to look at the swiftness of our life. The speed of our life that we live on this earth. The life we live on this earth will soon pass away. When Moses assesses the plight of the life that we have on this earth, he says in Psalm 90 verse 10, Moses writes in Psalm 90 verse 10, he says, the days of our lives are 70 years. And if by means, if by reason of strength they are 80 years, yet their boast is only labor and sorrow, for it is soon cut off and will fly away. He also says the swiftness of this journey in Psalm 90 verses 5 and 6. You carry them away like a flood. They are like a sleep. In the morning they are like grass which grows up. And in the, in, in the morning it flourishes and grows up. In the evening it is cut down and withers. Where is your relationship with your creator today? It is extremely important today that we need to know where do we stand with respect to our relationship with our Creator. What is our reaction today if God is asking us, where are you? Probably what is our reaction today? As a Christian or as a follower, or follower of Lord Jesus Christ, what is our response today to the question that God is asking us, where are you? We are Christians, probably 20 years, 30 years, or 40 years. How is our relationship with our God? Are we growing in our relationship with our God? Are we able to stand for Christ as a testimony, not to get ashamed of Him? Are we actively involved in a church, helping and serving God? Christians are supposed to be the light of the world. Is our light still burning? Is our light kept, is kept on a lampstand? Or it is covered under a basket? Scripture says we are supposed to be the living epistles in this world. Are we really living epistles? Are we really reflecting Lord Jesus Christ in our lives? And God is calling you today. And he is asking you, where are you? 
You may say that I am not a Christian. I want to tell you today, God is still asking you the same question, where are you? God's question is for the entire mankind, not really towards a, a particular religion. You know, our God is not in the business of making religion. He is looking for fellowship. He is looking for relationship with his creation. Adam sinned and his soul died. Our soul will continue to die in the eternal hell if we don't set our relationship right with God as we live on this earth. The lost relationship with our creator can be obtained back only through Lord Jesus Christ because Lord Jesus Christ paid the penalty for sin at the cross to bring us back into that relationship that we originally had with our Creator. Our eternity is very, very important. So we need to decide how we are going to respond to the question that God is asking us, where are you? Where are you? A daughter of a wealthy, wealthy man was dying. The father and mother stood by her deathbed. The father spent all his lifetime accumulating wealth for his daughter. He introduced her to the fashion industry as a model, imagining that one day his daughter will be at the peak of what the world is expecting her to offer. Even though they were Christians, she was taught nothing about Jesus Christ in her lifetime. As she came to the brink of the river of death, she screamed out saying, can someone help me? It is very dark and it, the river of death is bitter cold. Can someone help me? Both the parents standing next to her, at, next to the side of her deathbed, without knowing what to do. And they are just seeing in front of her their own eyes, their own daughter is dying in darkness and despair. What their wealth brought to them? Nothing. You know, today many fathers and mothers, they are behind the wealth. They go, they, are, they do night shift and they work the, during the weekends on Sundays and they don't have time to God, time for God. All that they are trying to do is they are trying to accumulate wealth. What your wealth is going to do for your children. We need to think about it. And today God is calling you, Adam, where are you? Adam, where are you? God has given you and me a commission as we live on this earth. Let's, we cannot ignore God. We cannot ignore Sunday services. We cannot ignore church and godly activities. God has given us a mission and God has given us a commission. We are responsible for our own soul. Not only for our own souls, we are also responsible for the souls of our children. Today God is looking at your life and God is talking to you and he is asking you, where are you? Where do you stand with respect to your relationship with our Lord God? I would like to close with this story. A father took his little child out into the field on the Sabbath day. And it being a hot day, he laid down under a beautiful shady tree. 
The little child ran about gathering wild flowers and grass blades. And as she was coming to his father every time saying pretty, pretty, the father was really enjoying the way the child was spending a good quality time with him. At last, the father fell asleep. And while he was sleeping, the little child wandered away from where the father was lying down. And moment, father woke up. His reaction was a huge cry for her, for his child. He looked all around. He couldn't find her. And he shouted at the top of his voice, where are you, my child, where are you? But all that he could hear is his echo coming back from the reflection of from the mountains. He just ran down towards a hill and he looked around and shouted again, but there was no response. Then he went closer to a cliff at some distance and he looked down and there upon the rocks and prayers, he saw the mangled body of his little child. He rushed to that spot and he took her up, just the lifeless corpse, and he hugged it in his bosom. And he cursed himself, exactly saying these words, I became the murderer of my child. I became the murderer of my child. While the father was sleeping, the child slipped away into death. How many fathers and mothers are sleeping while your child is wandering over the terrible cliffs of death? If they stay there for some more time, right there at the bottom of the cliff, cliff is the pit of destruction. They are about to fall into the destruction. Where is your child today? Do you know where, you are, where your child has gone? Where they are wandering around your children are? Are they seeking Heavenly Father? If not, your child is really slipping away into a distraction. The child is about to fall into the distraction at any moment in his or her life. Your wealth cannot save them. Higher education is not going to save them. Job and life settlement is not going to save them from the fall. They need Jesus. Your children need Jesus today. As a parent, are you living as a model so that you can, your child can come and ask you? Your child can come and look at you and follow you. It's time that you need to be awake. We cannot sleep anymore because our children are sleeping away we cannot sleep anymore. God is calling and asking you, Adam, where are you? You need Jesus. You need to obey his call. You need to listen to his call because it is a call from your creator. And he is calling you softly and tenderly. Jesus is calling you. Can you come home? Can you come home? His arms are wide open and he is calling you today. He is calling you. We and our children, don't need to perish in the eternal hell. God has already planned heaven for you and your family. All that you need to do is you need to come to him as he is calling you today. Come home, come home.